there's a danger in thinking that as we live in a sophisticated and advanced society, we're far removed from people like Elijah and Peter. In their own simple ways, they encountered the living God in some very unlikely places. As we reflect on the book of Kings and the Gospel of Matthew, let's see how one, Elijah found God, two, how the disciples found Jesus, and three, how faith helps us find the God Jesus every day. First, the passage from Kings that matches the gospel story of the appearance of Jesus to his disciples on the lake. In each story, an encounter with God, Christ, takes place after the stilling of the storm. Elijah has slain the prophets of Baal, and Jezebel has threatened his life in revenge. He retreats to Mount Horeb to commune with God. God is not found in the obvious places, the wind, the earthquake, the fire. No. Elijah finds God in a small voice. The place of encounter with God is not in the awesome events of nature, but in the word of revelation, not where he would expect to find his God. Which leads us to Matthew. What we find here is a, it's a symbolic scene. The disciples in the boat, they are the church, are threatened by night, evil, and the waters of death while Jesus is separated from them. In the church's direst need, when all seems lost, her Lord comes to save her. In the darkness of the fourth watch, between 3 and 6 a.m., the disciples think they see a ghost in panic. This is the definition of little faith, a faith that is still afraid. So Jesus replies, it is I. Don't be afraid. At this point, Peter, with more daring than good sense, addresses Jesus solemnly as Lord and asks permission to share his miraculous power. With a one-word command, Jesus enables his disciple to imitate his miracle. But frightened by the power of nature, Peter begins to doubt the power of Jesus. Jesus rebukes Peter for his little faith. From Matthew, the disciple in this life is always caught between faith and doubt, and so must always struggle against his or her little faith. Which brings me to my third point, how faith helps us to find God, Jesus, in our everyday lives. There's a gigantic gulf between knowing about God and knowing God. There is no infallible formula. God speaks in a thousand ways to Moses, the thunder on Sinai, to Elijah, in today's reading, the small voice on Horeb. The word of the Lord from the pulpit, 
the flesh of the Lord on your palm, the faith of a friend, the despair of a dear one. I recall the farmer who would drop into the village church each afternoon after work and simply kneel there. A friend who saw him questioned him in curiosity. What do you say to God, and what does he say to you? His reply, I don't say anything to him, and he doesn't say anything to me. I just look at him, and he just looks at me. You can meet God, Christ, in so many ways. I meet him one day in the eyes of a 16-year-old Buddhist monk in Phnom Penh, when I visited there many years ago, who, after some gentle prodding, talks about his faith journey through the killing fields of the Khmer Rouge. I see him in the eyes of the children of Meki in drought-parched Ethiopia, who wait patiently for some food that Catholic Relief Services will distribute. I see him every day in my office, some immigrant looking for something that perhaps I can help with and perhaps I can't, but always looking to us to find some relief for them. You will not meet God because you've studied about him or heard about him from this pulpit. You will meet him only if you have touched him and if he has touched you.